everybody welcome back to black me up podcast we are a weekly podcast that discusses life culture and adulthood from the perspective of two black women living in seattle i'm day and i'm lily and it's 2021 girl (laughs) i'm scared you're scared why i'm not scared i'm just like well here we go right that's what it feels like like just nothing feels different i'm not gonna lie oh nothing feels different at all people are still dying this virus is still around Mm -hmm. have you see gotten any information about like getting the vaccine yet actually i've not been really listening to the news or any of that kind of stuff or reading anything um so (laughs) i don't know i don't know if it'll be accessible to me what i have to do to get it like i don't know but I'm kind of going to just wait it out a little bit. There you go. So, like, just to see, just to see how it affects others and get some more data on it. And, and you know what I mean? Facts. I'm taking the virus or not the virus. I'm taking the vaccine 2.0, like not the beta version. <laughs> wait for it to update a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. I want, I just want to see how it's going to affect some people and based on that make a decision because i'll be hearing some things like <laughs> uh oh they were saying like i am legend was uh due to a failed vaccine and it was based on 2021 or something oh my but goodness you- no it dead ass could be though <laughs> oh my gosh i was like are you kidding? well we know will smith goes to bed <laughs> right i'm going to wherever will is <laughs> but I was just like people already are just being extra about we don't even know how it's gonna affect this but (sighs) Mm -mm. would you take it yes later later I'm all Mm. down but I want to take it later once more people have gotten it once we know how it affects people just exactly like you said because I'm not trying to be one of these first testing fish you know exactly yeah well interesting 2021 (laughs) well black me up family we got sponsored by pick a path it is the game of hands and feet hopscotch it is a new fun and deceivingly simple way to play hopscotch you get to customize your path make it easy or difficult and you can challenge your friend It's for ages five plus, or you can be like Lily and I in your 20s and play this. So we're extremely excited for it. Uh, Once the weather clears up because it's extremely cold, rainy, and honestly, I think it's about to snow soon. Right? (laughs) They're like, I feel like it's going to snow. I feel like it's going to snow. I'm like, if you keep saying that, it's going to snow. It's going to snow. Exactly. But uh, but once it clears up, then we're going to go ahead and play a game of this and let you guys know how it is because it looks really fun but for now follow them on twitter at let me get that at real quick oh my goodness my pick a path Hmm. my pick a path (laughs) my pick a path and you guys can see how to play the game see where to order it and see some little videos and pictures of kids playing it and families playing it so it's super fun nice way to get out in this quarantine but still stay safe so 
Thank yeah. you, Pick a Path, for sending us the game. And also, I wanted to share, I get these monthly, uh, my boyfriend and I get these monthly boxes called Universal Yums, and they send you like different snacks and treats from different countries. And recently, we oh. just got the Netherlands one. Oh. <laughs> oh, I've heard of them. I remember seeing commercials for them. Um Oh my God, I've always wanted to try Do you like it? I love it. We've been getting it. I honestly think we've been getting it all year, like since before quarantine, because it was our gift to ourselves last Christmas. Oh, so like, would you recommend it? Like what, like what's your experience like with it? Absolutely. 100%. I recommend it. We get them usually between like the 15th and 17th of the month. You get like 10 different treats. The ones that were in the Netherlands box, I posted them on our Black Me Up podcast page. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. There were these little chocolate covered cookies. They have like this little bit of spice to them. Like I can't describe what? it, but it was good. It was like a cinnamon, like a, oh. like, oh, it was so good. Then it also came with some like different chips mm-hmm. um, and some candy Cadillacs and uh, a bunch of different things. Does it tell you how many um, treats you get in the box or like? Yes, it tells you how many treats you get in the box. And then you also get a little booklet that tells you all the information about the different treats, where they come from, how they're made, all that. That is so cute. You get like to travel. (laughs) Exactly. But in like this little, it's so cute. It's so cute. I personally love it. Um, we're not sponsored, but I would love to be. We would love to be. Yeah, I would like to try it. <laughs> and there's these little stroop waffle snacks that I'm excited to try. Uh, delicious cookies from Holland. They're cookies with caramel filling. And there's two of them up in there, and they look so good. They're the top favorite. They were at the top of the list, so. Oh my gosh. Um, I think I'm going to sign up. It's perfect too, like, because everyone's at home and everyone has to stay home. So why not? Why not? You get to travel and snack. Home. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So Uh, I highly recommend it. If any of our listeners have tried it, let us know. mm, Yes, please. please. So for the main segment, I was thinking we talk about scams. So um (laughs) kind of like the podcast scam goddess you know it's one of my favorite podcasts I listen to Lacey every week I kind of wanted to do a scam goddess inspired episode and uh talk about our scamming experiences if we've ever been scammed if we've ever scammed you know on the down low you know back in the day um (laughs) and and also read like a scamming experience uh or a scammed person's experience so Mm -hmm. let's open it up have you ever been scammed lily that you could think of um i mean i feel like the government is scamming us but like oh okay go ahead (laughs) if we're talking about like i haven't almost almost okay so i it was a time where i was like got laid off from my job and then had to look for a job and as I was looking I noticed there was a lot of uh I don't know where I was I think I was on like monsters.com you know like it's like 
the job you know uploading where you could post your resume or you could just look for jobs yeah yeah mm-hmm. yes that site. I think it was on there but I noticed there's a lot of uh offers for nannies at the time <gasps> I think I remember this yes yes I love this one yeah and I was just like oh well I could always try being a nanny I I raised my brother and so like you know I, I have experience mm-hmm. and uh, I downloaded what was it like nannies doc <laughs> it was another like nanny site okay <laughs> no. so <laughs> I made a profile put in my resume and then um you I can't remember if you yeah so it easily because you have a profile easily just has you like apply to all of the applications that are in there if that makes sense oh, like that you qualify for that yeah you qualify for um anyways I ended up communicating with a lady which I thought at the time <laughs> he wasn't in Washington state she was in a different state but she was uh wanting a nanny for her dis- dis- disabled excuse me disabled <laughs> child right and I think he was about like 10 mm. so she's like yeah we're moving from here um and it was a single mom we're moving from this state to Washington in a couple of months and I need someone, I need a nanny and I want a nanny before I get there. Mm-hmm. I want to already have her set up uh, starting day and all this other information, right? And it would be a live-in nanny. So, oh, so she wanted you like at the house, at the crib and all that set up. Yeah, because while she's at work, she needs someone to watch her disabled child. Right. And like, do homework with and help them with all this other stuff right Mm. and so the kid was in a wheelchair apparently because (laughs) she was like okay perfect I would love to hire you blah 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 hours everything works I was like oh oh shoot oh shoot and it was good pay it was good pay (laughs) because like you know you you're living in there so your house is covered it's covered exactly you're taken care of right and then you get paid on top of that and it's just like oh shoot Anyways, um, she gave me the address where she would, they would move to, right? And then said, okay, but, so I got, apparently I got the position. Did I get the position? I don't remember exactly if that was verified. I don't remember. But anyway, she was like, well, I'm going to need you, the first task would be to, um, I'm going to need, I'm going to send you money uh, to, so cash this check and this check is going to be for a wheelchair that I want you to buy mm. and, and like keep it until we get there. I was like, what? <laughs> what? So, cause her son need, or her son or daughter, I remember needed a wheelchair. She wanted me to buy it before they got here. Damn before they moved to their house and I was like okay cool (laughs) but then before I like did anything as far as like handling with money or anything of that Mm -hmm. I asked some friends I was like this sounds a little sketchy and they're like oh yeah no this is a scam (laughs) they're like nope this is a scam because usually what they do is they tell you to check uh cash this check and (sighs) You cast the check and then you send it to a different account or something like that. 
I don't remember exact process, but either way, you end up stealing from the bank. Like it's oh do you know what I mean? Like it's not really like the, the money's not from anybody's account, or you're already she's giving you stolen money per se. Stolen money, yeah, pretty much. And then um, once it gets in your account, then you're the the fraudster you, because yeah, exactly. <laughs> Damn. And I was just like, oh, that makes sense because why wouldn't she just come when they move here, go and get the and wheel- buy the <laughs> wheelchair herself? Yeah, how is he gonna travel? <laughs> He already has his wheelchair. He's sitting in his wheelchair. Could... <laughs> I hope. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucked up. <laughs> but it was all types of fucked up. And I ended up like stopped communicating with them and deleting the whole like nanny app thing. Oh my god. How long did this go on? Like how long were were you communicating with this? Weeks. <laughs> Weeks because she was like telling me about the kid, details about the family and I was just like, "Oh my gosh." And I thought I had a job, so I was like not really looking. <laughs> I legit thought I had a job, so I wasn't looking, you know? I was like, "Okay, well, I just got to hold out for a little bit till she gets." <laughs> And, and why yeah. do I feel like I remember you having a check, but you never cashed it? Like, you had, like, a money gram or something. I like, don't know. Or you were waiting for something in the mail, or was that a completely different, like, scam-type thing? Um. Well, yeah, I remember I was waiting something. She was sending me something in the mail. Yeah, I remember doing that. But <laughs> that also reminds me, like... uh. Again, I was looking for a job. <laughs> oh, no. See, scams hit people when they desperate, y'all. It, it, you, seriously. And I got a letter in the mail that says, like, oh, um, we need a customer service or customer representative position available. Um, we're looking for, like, f- over 50 position positions. And it's, like, in my city, about, like, 20 minutes away less than 20 minutes away right Mm. and it was like you don't need any experience um just gotta have a high school diploma and it was like a good amount good pay right (laughs) I get it I'm like oh my gosh like yeah why am I so special why are you sending to me but okay (laughs) and it had an address is to just go bring your resume and then come to that address right As I'm going there on the bus, because I didn't drive at the time, as I'm, like, I hop on the bus, and I'm, like, maybe five minutes away, I get a phone call from my roommate saying, Lily, 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 don't go, don't go, don't go. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? They're like, get off the bus. Don't go to that address. Um, Apparently, it's uh, linked somehow to, like, sex trafficking. Mm. They would have snatched you up. Exactly. <laughs> oh, no. No, that's terrible. Because a few years later, I got that exact same letter. And I remember exactly. being like, oh, Lily. <laughs> Lily got exactly. this. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And 
I talked to some other people, and, like, it's... People are evil. The world tra- is terrible. They're trying to, I'm, they're trying to be real clever. <laughs> Sending you letters, making you think you got a job, but you're actually right? going to a sex trafficking office? Like, what? Be- because who doesn't want to, like, get paid, right? Paid good, yeah. And paid it's good. appealing. And you don't have to have much experience. Only high school diploma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially young kids are going to be like, oh, yeah, perfect. I'm willing to take anything. Yeah. When you're desperate, it's sad. And it's just like, dang, you guys are... That was low. <laughs> that was a low blow. Seriously. <laughs> Disgusting. Ugh. Ugh. But yeah. other than those two... um, I can't remember. No, you got a pretty good set on you, you know. <laughs> got a pretty good set of scams on you. Yeah, I tried to avoid scams. It's Facts. not that. Now that I've seen it so often, it's not that hard to identify it now. You know? Exactly. And now in the age of like social media and internet, like we're on the internet more and we're able mm-hmm. to identify things better. So that's true. Ooh yeah scam you can't scam me <laughs> scam he said you can't scam me um in terms of me being scammed let's see um the only occurrence that i could remember is like being young <laughs> and mm-hmm. going to the everett mall with my mom and seeing these like puzzle piece like play car things like you'd put the little battery operated car on the track that you like build and then it would go around the track and we bought one and Mm -hmm. my mom loved it we took it home played with it I loved it went back the Mm -hmm. next day I remember the very next day and then we bought one more so then I had two and I was mixing and matching my puzzle pieces and playing with them and then Mm -hmm. one of the battery operated operated things I remember it was a ladybug it broke (laughs) (gasps) (laughs) and my mama was like what the fuck like what do we this it shouldn't break like this thing should last a long time so we went back the next day and then the dude was gone (laughs) Uh, you're kidding that is the only thing that I could remember and I remember it like looking with my mom like exactly where he was sti- like set up those two right. days his stuff was gone he's <laughs> <laughs> backed up and left and it, oh my god yeah it was just so funny but after that then I was like yeah no more stuff off of these little pop-up carts and I still stick to no. that I haven't bought stuff off of no. You just buying trash. <laughs> yeah. So, but now I see little kids have those little toys today, and I'm like, yeah, those were fun. Those were fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> see, I could pull up a scam that I found mm-hmm. um, online. I found a news article. I was hunting for a good one, and I found one that intrigued me from mm-hmm. Richmond, Virginia in 2011. The website. NBC 12. (laughs) It's NBC 12, Virginia. So story time. Get get ready. Get your snacks, everybody. It's a frightening email that viewers in our area are receiving in their inbox. 
The sender claims they've been hired by someone you know to kill you. The only way to save your life is by sending thousands of dollars. Teresa Perancer got an email that would put her fear, that would put fear in almost anybody. She says, when I first started to read it, I thought it was a joke from somebody who knew me. I certainly don't think I have any enemies that would do something like that. The subject title was sad news. Here's an example of what was in her inbox. It is a pity that this is how your life is going to end. My yeah. duty as I am mailing you now is just to kill you. And I have to do it as I have already been paid. So first off, <laughs> that's terrifying. Okay. <laughs> First off, what would you do if you got that in your email? Like, if you got that in your email, what would you do? Uh, <laughs> I think it was a scam and probably ignore it. Well, not a scam, but I'd be like, who's playing games, you know? But that's so evil. That is evil. That is evil, evil. So let's keep going. The threats got worse. The sender told her things like, I would not hesitate to carry out this job and kill you, including those that are close to you. And there were more threats like, warning, do not think of contacting the police or even tell anyone because I will know. <laughs> that's, that's scary. Uh, Perencer says, what really got my attention was, I demand $10,000 to let go of you and I would not repeat myself twice. With demands for thousands of dollars and riddled with grammatical errors, Penitzer's guts feelings told her the emails were a scam, but she still found herself being extra careful and couldn't help but think someone could be watching her. She says, every time I would go to feed an animal or something, you are like looking and wondering if someone is watching you with a laser or something. So that is kind of scary because that does feel like threatening. Yeah, that's fucked up. That's really fucked up to like mentally have people suffer like that. Exactly. Um, she sent the email to FBI and the good land, the, the Goochland County Sheriff's Office. I honestly love a bunch of these like tiny sheriff <laughs> like right? communities. The Goochland Sheriff's County Office is who she sent it to. The officer who took her report said it sounded like a scam. He told me not to open any more emails and do not reply to any of them, she says. Officers determined that the emails were a scam, but increased patrols in her neighborhood just in case. Police say that if you get a similar email, do not report it or, or do not reply and report it to the FBI. I was about to say do not report it to the FBI, but girl, if you get an email saying you're going to die, report it to the FBI. <laughs> If the emails has any of your personal information, report it to your local police agency. Uh, and Penitzer says, make, it makes you angry. You just want to go out there and find out who's doing it and make them stop. So that's the oh. end of the article. If you want to read it, then I'll go ahead and post it on our Twitter. Oh my gosh. That one was a scary one. People are evil. Like, dude, just leave people alone. Exactly. You need to leave people alone because you never know how stuff like that could harm people, but also you never know who in a scammer's mind could believe it. So that's why they do it because they'll get a quick couple thousand dollars. 
Yeah, but the fucked up part is like, like, no matter which way, if they pay or if they don't, it's still fucked up Mm -hmm. either because if they pay you they just lost money exactly they don't pay now they're mentally paranoid and fucked up for the rest of their lives yeah for the rest of their lives just on the edge i don't know why what what you made me say made me think of gang stalking do you remember like that a documentary about gang stalking how like entire communities would follow people and it would be like just an like a play like a theatrical act almost yeah 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 yeah. and like it would like drive people to suicide and um people would be paranoid and they'd go to the grocery store and people would be acting out elaborate scenes and nobody would believe that these people are like actors but like the person who's experiencing it knows it you know oh my gosh oh no 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 that's ooh. Yeah, uh, gang stalking, real life harassment, or textbook paranoia, psychology today. I'll link that on our Twitter too. Yeah, good. Oh, oh ah, I'm uncomfortable now. <laughs> I know, right? Scary, scary. Let's see if I could find another scam that'll kind of lighten it up a little bit. <laughs> Dang. Everybody, I've been holding out a special guest. Lacey Mosley from Scam Goddess is here, everybody. No. (laughs) (laughs) That would be awesome. That would, actually. Let's see. I'm going to ask you, Lily, which one sounds better? Group charge in fraud scheme or scammer claims that he pulled 100K a year panhandling? Panhandling. Let's do panhandling. (laughs) Okay. So this is from cbsnews.com on February 28th. Oopsies, I just archived it as I was reading it. (laughs) A 30-year-old Kentucky man doesn't see anything wrong with pretending to have a mental disability and taking money from passerbyers in uh, a CBS Lexington affiliate reports. Why be ashamed for getting something to eat, Gary Thompson said. Thompson travels around Lexington in his wheelchair asking for money from shoppers. So first off, <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Trending news. He seems kind of off and he usually asks for money, but he's really friendly. Be- Billy, um, an employee at a local shopping center, said, Lexington police have, elected, have arrested, goddamn, <laughs> Thompson multiple <laughs> times. <laughs> they have charged him with begging, trespassing, and theft by deception. He claims to have a mental disability. Lexington police say that Thompson doesn't have one. I got dupe, uh, Wethington said. It's all an act that Thompson said that he is proud of. I'm really good at it, really good, said Thompson. I clear about 100,000 a year doing this. <gasps> what? <laughs> 100,000 a year? Uh, wow. I don't know whether you call it crazy, stupid, ignorant, whatever it is, but he doesn't. but he does know how to manipulate too. But that still doesn't make him right in the mind, said Gary Horton, Thompson's uncle. Horton said his nephew has caused trouble since he was a teenager. He's forged three checks off me, Horton said. Horton said the family has given up on him. He can go to no place, nowhere, Horton said. He's run out of places to go. (laughs) 
Thompson said <laughs> Thompson said he's never had a real job but used to have money from a settlement after his guardian sued Honda after he was involved in an accident on a motorcycle. Court records show that Thompson received $30,000 in 1994. <laughs> Thompson said $30,000 don't last one man long, okay? <laughs> Horton oh feels bad that Thompson was seriously injured as a child. Still, Horton said there's no excuses for Thompson's con- continuous choices. That's so disgusting. It is. It really is. And there is a little bit more to the article if you guys want to read. Well, actually, let's see. I think he needs treatment, Horton said. For now, Thompson shows no shame for how he's making a living. Yeah, it's fun. It makes me money, Thompson said. While he can still walk, Thompson legitimately needs a wheelchair to get around. And so, I mean, people give people in wheelchairs money that are handicapped, said Thompson. I'll just not act the R word anymore and get their money and I'll just be normal. I'm normal and I'll just... Um, it just helps to be mentally handicapped and that's that was all quotes so I do know panhandling is very lucrative and people do use panhandling as a means of income but that's so oh my goodness that's disgusting it is and I'm trying to figure out exactly what it like specifically is that's so disgusting about it. Like it's taking just, it's, money from good people is one thing, I think, or from people that are giving from the kindness of your heart. And then pretending to be handicapped is another yeah. thing. Well, not handicapped, but like mentally ill. Yes, I think it's the pretending for me, the mm-hmm. pretending to be a disabled person when you are not that when yeah that means oh my goodness you're taking away from them exactly the people that are actually needing the money let's see jeez that's so dirty that is dirty i don't like that at all so general generally panhandlers can make eight dollars to fifteen dollars an hour but not all hours are profitable exactly that too yeah then you got those panhandlers that be carrying around like candy bars and snacks and knocking on your window (laughs) (laughs) when i was in miami (laughs) then there were people knocking on windows with snacks yeah you're kidding i bought a chocolate bar off no way (laughs) i support i support the hustle That's something we did like in the apartments as kids. (laughs) Right, as a kid, like go up to people in your apartment complex. Yeah, you just go up to their porch, knock on the... (laughs) Wow. The sliding door. Mm. Well, that was one means of scam. Another means of scam. Um, Then I actually found an article (laughs) from... Let me pull it up real quick. I was able to find an article of the top 10 fraud cases in 1999. 1999? hmm So we got 10 stories of some fraud cases. We're not going to read them all, but maybe we will read a couple extra for our Patreon listeners. Yay! Yeah, so if you're not already, subscribe to our Patreon. 
uh mm-hmm. patreon.com slash black me up podcast as little as one dollar a month can get you into the club and we release plenty of nice uh audio clips video clips and blog posts so yes choose a number between one through ten girl one through ten six six Whew. you would choose the one that has a word that i can't pronounce <laughs> oh <laughs> let's see Lewinels, Lewinels, that's what that's what it's gonna be. Lewinels pharmacy owner Gary DeSanto made a habit of filling and refilling prescriptions that were never prescribed or were prescribed for fewer refills. Most of his fraudulent prescriptions were billed to the US healthcare for reimbursement. DeSanto was charged and convicted of Medicaid insurance fraud. He was sentenced to five thousand five hundred dollars. Uh, a fine, three years in probation, and court costs, and a $20,000 restitution. So that was that. So he was doing what? So he was filling and refilling prescriptions that were never prescribed or mm-hmm. were prescribed for fewer refills. So I'm assuming that with the bottles that were never prescribed to anybody he was either selling them for street value giving them out to other people or Mm. just taking them out of the uh grill so that the u.s health healthcare department could pay him for it so that he would get more money oh oh which would also make sense all of those make sense to me so Boom, the Office of Attorney General and Northeast Regional Task Force handled that case. Hmm. <laughs> so he got three years, which means he's he's probably out living his best life. <laughs> uh, still refilling prescriptions. <laughs> Dang, people are bold. People are really bold. No, a lot of scams really make me think like, First off, you have to have balls to like pull a lot of these off. You would have to like not really care at all. Like after no cares, have this high and believe that you're on top of the world and nobody can stop you. Mm, never. I couldn't. I could never. Mm-hmm. Okay. Give me another number. Um, three. Yes. Another insurance agent, William J. Adams of Camp Hill, was convicted of stealing more than $110,000 from an elderly man. Adams received checks totaling $220,200 from the victim and forwarded only $100,000 to John Hancock Insurance Company. Williams was sentenced to six months in prison and ordered to pay $150,034.88 in restitution. The elderly man's money was returned by John Hancock. So, happy story. The elderly man, the person who was scammed, got his money back. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. That's a good one. (laughs) Want to do one more? Yeah. Nine nine let's go to nine woohoo terrence walker was off work in a workers compensation claim after being injured at his job at a local hospital he obtained a second job and never reported it to his hospital employer he collected both workers compensation and a paycheck 
He was found oh. guilty in order to pay $15,834.33 in restitution, a $50 civil fine, and was placed on five years probation. Well, shit. <laughs> That's one that could happen to anybody. I know that you could, yeah, but you would purposely, you would want it. Mm-hmm. That was, it's, that's a purposeful act. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that, how long was he doing that? Um, collecting both checks. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't say. Yeah. It doesn't say, but I'm assuming for a while. Exactly. Until they caught up with him. Oh, mm-hmm. woo. I could never. <laughs> right, girl, I'm too broke to. Get... <laughs> well, because he has to pay all that. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. And, and go to jail. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what scam uh, were you guys talking about yesterday? What were you and your friend talking about? Um. Oh, <laughs> uh, being a sugar baby. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about that. Let's talk about sugar baby scams. Do it. Yeah, well, um, typically, um, the sugar daddy is the scammer. Oh. They get, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm looking. They message the ladies and say, I'm looking for this kind of girl. Um, I would pay you this much and or whatnot. And then if she's down they would say okay well I'm either on vacation or at like I live in a different country whatever it may mm. be that they tell them like okay I'm gonna send you some money through because I can't meet up with you or something I don't know and it's the whole check thing again with the bank yeah. send the check and then you cash it as <sighs> <laughs> It's it's so fucked up because like some women are actually really needing sugar daddies. They you know what I mean? Like mm. they're actually looking for sugar daddies, if that makes sense. Someone to like fund their like Yeah, and then hobbies. Sugar, real sugar daddies looking for sugar babies, right? Yeah, but people you, who actually want to give. Right. But there's these scammers are just like wasting a bunch of people's times <laughs> making it hard for everybody oh, no. yeah. um i so i googled sugar baby scam and i found an article on south china morning post fake sugar daddy scams target people left financially insecure by covid19 pandemic mm-hmm. damn the health crisis has seen more lonely people registering to be sugar daddies and more financially vulnerable ones signing up to serve as sugar babies. <laughs> I love that laugh. <laughs> Scammers have been quick to take advantage with fake sugar daddies preying on the unwary uh, through a con knowing as advanced fee fraud or the Nigerian prince scam. Oh, yeah, the Nigerian. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Like that 419. <laughs> Mm-mm. oh no yeah oh there we go do you have any more scam experiences mm-hmm. nope I can spot them easily I can spot them I could smell them from a mile away 
No, thank you. Don't scare me. <laughs> I'm just going to waste your time. Exactly. I'm just going to waste your time. Just going to send you back memes. <laughs> also, now it's, I've noticed it's a thing where um, they actually identify the scam likely. Like, yeah. Phone. That is true. Thank goodness for technology because now when like calls come in that like it aren't from your um, <laughs> contacts or they're super sketchy, it already yeah. knows and it'll say scam likely or exactly. emails that go straight to your spam. Yeah, there you know. So like that's that's really cool, which shows how much scams there are out there, like how bad it is. Yeah, people are still out here getting scammed. Mm. Check on your grandparents. <laughs> they might get a call saying that you're in high college needing a, you know, I don't know, a loan or something and then send scammers money and gift cards. Yeah. So it's sad. Scammers prey on the vulnerable and the needy and people who are desperate. So do not be any of those, at least online. Mm-hmm exactly so yeah i guess that was this week's episode any final thoughts um the inauguration first off can i say uh look looks were served at the inauguration shout out to joe biden shout out to dr jill shout out to the obamas okay michelle i see you (laughs) (laughs) michelle outfit was gorgeous mm. gorgeous Ooh, i needed some water always gorgeous oh and um target i wanted to say i tweeted it on the black me up podcast page but target has a really awesome mini black history month segment going on mm-hmm. and they have really pretty sweaters and i ended up getting a journal and it mm-hmm. says I am Black, intelligent, resilient, innovative, important, powerful, influential, and unapologetic. So I have been using it constantly. And I, and I love the pages too. In order to get me uh, with a journal, you have to have a good cover, you know, sturdy, nice, plenty of pages. But I also (laughs) want the pages to have lines that I could write on. Mm -hmm. So picky. I'm, I'm picky as fuck with my journals, but it's a perfect journal. Only 10 bucks, $9.99. I picked it up and said, if it's more than 10 bucks, I'm not buying it. Scanned it. It said $9.99. I said, Target knows me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, check out Target. Uh, Target's the bomb. I like Target. Me too. Go up in there leaving with everything I didn't go in there for. I know. <laughs> they know what they're doing. They do. Shout out. Anything from you? Not really. <laughs> it's all good. I'm it's trying 2021. To I know. So it's like, uh, hey. <laughs> Oh, I have a friend from work launching a Sims podcast. So if there are any Sims players, you know, my gamers who are interested, go ahead and listen to her podcast. It's called, uh, let me pull it up. I want to pull it. I want to say it correctly. Hmm. 
Okay, girl. Woohoo! A Sims podcast with Gabrielle and Jovell. And their picture is super cute. So go ahead and listen to Woohoo! A Sims podcast with uh, Gabrielle and Jovell. They're launching shortly. Uh, they're just a few days away from the release of their very first episode. And yeah, I work with Gabrielle. She's awesome. She's a friend. Love her. Sweet. Excited to see what she can create. Woohoo! Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, anything you thought of anything? Um, no, but I'm craving shrimp. Oh my goodness, I'm craving a really good seafood boil. Ooh, that's what we'll talk about. We're after this. So after this, we're recording a Patreon exclusive episode. So subscribe to be a patron, okay? And listen to it. So we're gonna be talking about some food and a little bit of our lives and what's been going on in 2020. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you can't think of anything, then we'll just go ahead and end it and shoot on into the Patreon segment. Yeah, I can't. No. <laughs> oh, it's all good. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Be sure to like, comment, rate us, subscribe, listen. We're everywhere that podcasts can be heard. And please rate us on Apple Podcasts and hopefully we'll be featured in during Black History Month. So shout out, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Black Me Up Podcast. Peace out. Bye. Bye. Bye.